Hey friends, it's Jenna Overbaugh here. I'm a licensed professional counselor and I'm here to help you do all the hard things, including busting through your fear, intrusive thoughts, and worry so you can live your best life. Some of my earliest memories were being anxious and I lived my life that way until I learned more about OCD and anxiety. Since then, I learned as much as I could and I've been helping people overcome their fear and worry since 2008. Over the years, I've acquired some of the best education, training, and empowerment tools to help you understand your brain a little bit better and to finally overcome all of that fear that's been holding you back. Now, if you're ready to learn more, let's get to it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, you guys. I feel like this is going to be a really popular episode. I feel like this is going to be like really, really helpful. Um, So if you are out there and you struggle with OCD and anxiety, chances are you have also struggled with this concept of mental review. Um, It is just terrible, right? And as humans, I think we all do this from time to time. And so mentally reviewing old you know, conversations, mentally reviewing old happenings. That's not just an OCD thing. It's not like, oh, if you do that, then you have OCD, right? We know that anything could be a compulsion. It really becomes a problem when you're doing it excessively, when you're doing it urgently, out of desperation, repeatedly, where you feel like you can't stop, you can't control it. And so in this episode, we're going to discuss one of the most common rituals and safety behaviors in OCD called mental review. So We all engage, like I said, in this process of mentally reviewing old conversations and past events from time to time, but when you have OCD and anxiety, it can feel just totally uncontrollable and lead to really significant impairment and distress. So today we're going to talk about examples of mental review and why giving into this mental uh, behavior actually makes your OCD and anxiety worse over time. We're going to also talk about what to do instead of mentally reviewing and how to become more aware of it in the moment. And then also some quick tips and strategies so that you can feel more control of more in control of your compulsions, even the mental ones, because let's face it, those mental ones are tricky as heck and they're not observable. So, you know, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to kind of catch it and and stop it. Um, So first things first, mental review. What do I mean when I mention mental review? I am referring to this mental behavior done again out of anxiety with with the pursuit of trying to get certainty. Mental review is going back in your head and trying to remember something. So whether that's trying to remember a conversation, whether that's trying to remember how you behaved in the situation, maybe you are mentally reviewing a route that you drove because you are worried that you hit someone with your car, you can really mentally review anything. And you can mentally review a couple of minutes ago, a couple hours ago, a couple years ago even, right? Um, You can mentally review things that happened. You can mentally review whether or not something happened. Um, But it's very common 
Um, and this is something that I think most people do when they have OCD and anxiety that they give into from time to time. So it can happen across any subtype. Again, no matter what it is that you're fearful of, you could be engaging in this process of mentally reviewing, kind of just going into the past and rewinding something with the intention of trying to get certainty for something, right? So again, you're feeling distressing, you're feeling like that it's excessive, And it's so frustrating because you feel like if you just thought about it a little bit more, if you just, you know, focused on it a little bit more, if you just go back one more time, then you'll have it, right? That you'll get that certainty, everything will click. Um, But actually research shows that uh, they did this one research experiment. They actually did it though with like individuals who struggle with more like light switches and turning things on and off. Um, So I know it's a little bit different, but they did this research experiment where the more that these individuals with OCD, the more that they turned on, you know, went and back and checked the faucet to make sure it was turned off or checked the light or checked the hair straightener, the more that they went back and checked, the less confident they actually became in their memory. So that like defies common sense, right? It's very paradoxical that you'd think that the more that someone went back and checked something, the more confident they would be in their memory, but the actual opposite happened. So the more that they went back and checked all this stuff, the less confident they were in their memory. And the same exact thing is going to happen when you go back and do this with your memory. And so the more that you go back and kind of quote unquote, check your memory, like we do when we're engaging in this process of mental review, we are going back to check, we feel okay for a second, but then we just have less confidence in our memory over time. And that's how OCD gets you. You feel like you're going to be able to do it just once, but then you have one more doubt and you feel like you need to go back and do it again. So the more that you go back into your memories, the more that you are actually embellishing. So you're actually identifying kind of all these additional crevices um, and doubts and vague pieces in your memory. And I forget who said this. I got it from Chris Tronson um, at an IOCDF uh, conference. I remember him saying it in a presentation, but I think he even got it from somebody else. Um, so if this is credited to you, let me know and I'll make sure I put you in the show notes. Um, but every single time that you do this with your memory, it's essentially taking a photocopy of a photocopy. So the first time that you take a photocopy of a photocopy, it's not exact by any means, but it's still kind of decent, right? But then you take a photocopy of that photocopy of a photocopy and you lose the integrity of that over time. And it becomes more and more distorted. It becomes more and more um, kind of dissimilar from the original reality of what that actual thing was that was being photographed in the first place. And so as soon as we go back, we are just creating a photograph or we are just Rather, we're creating a photocopy of a photograph. And so it's never going to be exactly the way that it was. It's never going to be that accurate as what it was in that moment. Um, And so again, the more we go back, the more we embellish, the more we think of, we get further and further down the rabbit hole. And I know that it feels like if you just dig a little bit further, you'll get there. If you just dig a little bit further, you'll figure it out and you'll find that golden nugget and everything will fit together like a Rubik's Cube. But I promise that doesn't happen. It probably has never happened and still will not happen if you're listening to this podcast, right? So I want you to, if you're a nerd like me, you probably love like criminal psychology and Netflix documentaries about false confessions and stuff, right? Think about all the people in the world out there who have given false confessions, right? After being like pounded and harassed and just like completely belittled and influenced, right? 
by police officers or society or whatever, you can get to the point where you feel very strongly in the conviction that you did something that you didn't actually do. Um, the brain is just fascinating like that. So uh, it brings me back, this conversation always brings me back to like my forensic psychology course where we talked about the how the memory is so not trustworthy. Like I know that can be kind of a trippy and um, scary concept for people when you have OCD, but the, our memory is not as accurate as we think that it is, right? So you can even, they've done research to show like if you are asking somebody to recall or like estimate uh, in a car crash, if you're asking them to kind of estimate how fast this car was going, if you say to one person, how fast do you think the car was going? They might say, oh, 25 miles an hour. If you say, how fast do you think that car crashed? They might say 50 miles an hour. That's the same memory. It's the same person, right? But like the context clues are also very um, kind of suggestive, right? So uh, it's, it's very just susceptible to being manipulated manipulated over time, right? So you can become very convinced over things. And as mo the more that you go back in your memory to try to figure it out, I know it feels like you're getting closer, but you have to look at the evidence, friends. You have to leave it. You have to leave it. So um, I'm going to give an example. This is going to make some of you laugh and some of you will probably be like, oh my gosh, that's so not professional, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we'll just we'll just go for it, okay? Um, so I I one of the things that I love to do is I love to go and get massages. I I'm, I'm active. I work out six days a week, and so it's just one thing where you know I take care of my body. I love to go and get massages, and it's very common when you get a massage right for an hour. You kind of you just get so relaxed and you just fall asleep. I have always been terrified of falling asleep when I'm getting a massage because I'm terrified that I'm going to fall asleep and fart in my sleep. I know you're probably laughing, but like relatable, right? So I'm always like the whole time that I get a massage, I'm like trying not to fall asleep, which is like a very anxiety producing and not enjoyable experience whatsoever. Or I fell asleep and then I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, did I fart? Like, did I fart? And I farted on my masseuse and now she's like laughing at me and judging me. And it's so tempting to want to go back and to try to remember. It's so tempting to want to go back and try to remember if you feel something or try to put things together. But I promise you, friends, you have to leave it. You have to leave it. I want you to have a visual of you in this big, dark, you know, rabbit hole that we often say that we get stuck in when it comes to OCD, you, by doing mentally review, you are literally digging yourself a hole to get out of the hole. Like you are digging yourself deeper to get out of the hole. I know you think you're going to get your answer, but you're not. The answer is not there. And even if it was there, just one more shovel away, at some point you have to drop the rope and you have to work your way out of that rabbit hole and you have to leave it. So it comes first with awareness, right? So just being as aware as possible, right? If you were to get $100 every time that you caught one of these tendencies, um, you know, think about it, right? Like how vigilant would you have to be? If you got shocked every time that you, you know, hypothetically shocked every single time that you gave into this behavior, you'd probably, you know, employ some strategies to be more vigilant for it, right? Like it would be a priority for you to try to catch this. And so it's going to take time. It'll take practice. You'll kind of have to nip it in the bud. Um, you know, all of these mental rituals, I often say that's like a puppy on a leash. You're used to having given this puppy 
who wants to just go crazy and go all over the place, you're used to giving this puppy this like 20 foot leash when in reality, right? Like now we need to retrain it. We're only going to give it like a, a five foot long leash, right? Like we're going to keep it right next close to us. Um, and so it's going to take time. That puppy is still going to want to go crazy and go all over the place, but you have to maintain control. You have to maintain control via awareness and mindfulness of just knowing when you're trying to go down that rabbit hole, when you're trying to review that stuff, when you're trying to effortfully remember. And you have to remind yourself all of the things that we're talking about in this podcast and you have to leave it. It's going to feel like you're missing something. It's going to feel like it's right there. It's going to feel irresponsible. It's going to feel scary. But I want you to ask yourself, do I want to feel better for the next five seconds or do I want to feel better for the next five years? Okay. You really, truly have to get to the point where you believe that this ritual is not the answer to your problems, that you are not going to get what it is that you want by trying to remember because you know that you're just going to be confusing yourself more and embellishing more and downing more and more. So certainly you have to be able to see how this tiny situation isn't the problem. Me feeling like I farted in front of my masseuse, that's not the problem. The problem is, you know, that I can't let go and enjoy my massage without needing to know 100% whether or not I farted, right? Like, and so when I realize that I can allow myself to say, you know what, that's ridiculous. It's not worth it to me to try to figure it out, especially when I know it's just going to make me feel worse. And then we let it go. We actively make the decision to let it go. And we keep making the decision to let it go. So if this is up your alley and you need some more to chew on here, now that you know about my whole farting fear, I want you guys to check out my masterclasses because they are incredible and they will make all the light bulb moments happen. They will make you have all those aha moments and just feel like, oh my gosh, I can freaking do this. So I want you to head to my website, www.jennaoverbaughlpc.com. You can also check it out in the show notes. Uh, I have masterclasses galore there. So many awesome things to uh, get you started, whether you are a beginner or you're a little bit more elevated into this process. I also have a newsletter there for you to sign up for free so you can get encouragement and education on these topics um, and a free, a free freebie, a free freebie. Um, it's called the Imagine Your Recovered Life. PDF, and it's just really great at uh, getting you into where you can imagine what your life could like without OC, look like without OCD, and kind of you know what would be the tangible steps that you would need to start doing today with or without a therapist to start to make that more of a reality for you. So, my hope for you today is that you catch yourself kind of wanting to go back and dig and dig and dig, but that you, with mindfulness, kind of practice dropping the shovel. Um, if you have to listen to this podcast again, just for some added encouragement and reminders, go for it. But at some point, you will have to make a choice, right? You will have to make a choice to either ritualize or to live your better life. And it's really hard. Gosh, I have been there and I totally get it, but I know you can do it and I know that you have to do it. I know that you deserve to do it. So keep me posted. Let me know how this goes for you. And if you've been able to kind of catch yourself doing those things, um, I have all the hope in the world for you guys. And please let me know what you think of this episode. Um, share it with a friend, send me a review. I would love, love, love that. Um, until next time, you guys keep hanging in there and keep doing all the hard things. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It would mean the world to me if you would take a quick minute to please give it a review. And while you're at it, check out my website at www.jennaoverbaughlpc.com to sign up for my free email newsletter that includes an instant free downloadable PDF to help jumpstart your OCD and anxiety recovery journey. 
You can also find me on Instagram or TikTok at jenna.overbaugh. If you liked what you listened to here, you can download some of my workshops and courses on OCD, anxiety, and treatment at my website as well. Thank you so much again for tuning in and until next time, keep doing all the hard things.